be strong. I got my fight song. <laughs> my power's turned up. <laughs> I don't know. That song was just in my head. And when I was ending videos and stuff, <laughs> it just came into my head. Okay. I won't sing again. I probably will. I'm going to sing again. You're going to have to listen to it. Okay. 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 <laughs> Oh, breathe. Intro. All right. Today we're talking about not running past the path, right? Like the path that you're on right now. And I know that we all get impatient. We're like, no, no, no. I know. Hannah, you told me to open my mind up and start allowing myself to dream. And now I have, and now I see it. And now I just need to run towards it as fast as I possibly can. And you don't know. And I'm telling you, for some of you, that might be it. You might be ready. You might have been sitting on this for so long that the second that you even plant like even a little bitty piece of seed in the ground, it just takes off and grows a huge tree. And it's a willow tree. And like the, the willows are touching the ground because it's just such a beautiful, bounteous tree. That may be your path, right? But you can trust the path that's unfolding in front of you. And you can just let go of all of those expectations right? And then you start to be guided. But so often we're sitting at the table ready to speak, raising our hand, not listening to what's unfolding in front of us. And what's unfolding right in front of us is probably unfolding for a reason. There's something we need to learn there. There's a cue that we need to pull from that. There's a sign that's being unfolded probably multiple times, but we're so busy, right, with our own agenda and our own ego that we aren't just listening to what's playing out in front of us. And so that's what we're talking about today. I won't do the whole episode over again in the intro, even though I just tried. I'm going to stop myself now. Okay, <laughs> let's go. This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. Uh, the Death of a Dream really is my expression from the start of a very sad and low and unaligned place in life where I was struggling with so many living beliefs, so many people telling me that I couldn't just go live my dream life. And it really walks every day through what it looks like to transition out of a life that's just fine and into a life that I wanted to live. And so this is just the daily journal of what that looked like for me. You can take whatever you need from here. Um, I talk through different things that I read, different things that helped me through different moments and different blocks that I had to break down to get to this better place. And alignment for me looks like being a serial entrepreneur and, um, being able to write and speak and talk through what life looks like for me and how other people are pursuing their dreams. So the death of a dream really is just a journey out of that place and into a new and true place. Glad you're here. Hey, welcome to the Death of a Dream podcast. 
Uh, I'm your host, Hannah Ness. I already said that in the intro, but we just recorded a new intro, so give me a break. I don't know what I'm doing. Just kidding. I kind of do. We've only done this 400 plus times, so we're figuring a thing out or two. Okay, let's go ahead and ground ourselves in our greatness. This is like the daily practice of your own amazingness. It starts to increase the vibe in which you interact with the world, which I don't know. Could that have a bad outcome? Let's see. Hmm. Increased confidence. Hmm. Increased ability to talk about how amazing you are. Hmm. matching the vibe in which you wish to live your life. Hmm. Nope, none of those are bad things. Okay, then let's do it. So my great thing from yesterday really is just like starting to see this idea come to life, Um, putting together a website and putting that out there, continuing to collect customer discoveries and get to start to think through how I bring this brand to life, which is like, if I could spend my time doing anything, anything in this world, and I know that I experienced it in my last job, you know, finding kind of my niche or the things that I enjoy doing, it definitely was thinking through how you bring a brand to life, thinking through how you create, right, that business plan, like how does it all flow? What's the direction that you want to take? And I think the beautiful thing about now creating my own businesses, right? becoming a serial entrepreneur. I think the most beautiful thing about that is that now I have that ability and there are no limits. And I think, gosh, that's super fun. And I love diving in and helping other people kind of put those pieces together and figure out their own brand. Um, I don't do that for any money, by the way, I just like enjoy doing it just for fun. And, and that creates a community around me, right, of people who want to bring their own idea to life. And we get to just talk about these bigger things. And we get to talk about how you're going to do that. And we get to just like, enjoy creating together and be friends in this business entrepreneurial world. And like, oh, I don't know if there was ever a place where I would like to belong, it would be there. And I am finding my space there. Right. And I haven't had to ask one time. Right. People want me there. They see the value there. They understand. And I think that's, that's what we're going to talk about today really because it isn't it isn't like i have sat my entire life perfectly patient waiting for opportunities and just holding on no like this girl was hungry i think one of the best things moves that i made was just establishing that this was never going to be something that i shoved down people's throats and i think that has guided me best in all of this practice not that I wasn't doing that on the back end where all of you couldn't see. Um, But I did my best to abide by that one rule. And I think that that probably took me further than anything, you know, sitting and listening versus sitting to talk. And there's a huge difference. And so I don't know, you know, 
seeing this brand start to come to life, getting to plan it out, getting to launch the webpage. Um, and I almost feel like this podcast and all the experimenting that I've done over the past three years of what I even wanted to do really set the stage for that, really allowed me to have a bunch of false starts test a bunch of things because that's going to be the biggest thing. It's like life. You're just throwing spaghetti noodles at the wall and seeing what sticks. Not every noodle is going to stick. Not every noodle is going to play, play out the way that you envision, right? Because for sure, for sure, you have it all figured out right in that moment every single time, right? No question. And I think that's the fun of life just throwing seed in what sticks, seeing where you end up and trusting that there is this beautiful exact path for you. So my great thing is just bringing this new brand to life. Um, obviously we have the podcast brand, which will include speaking and books and, you know, there's such a beautiful vision for what that becomes. Um, but there's this other side where I wanted to just play with my own ideas and bring them to life and enjoy the process of bringing them to life. And the more that I dig into that process and get to know it and hang out with it and like take a journey with that process, the more I fall in love with it, the more I feel like, gosh, this makes more sense than it did back when I was struggling to put the pieces together. And gosh, it's just amazing. And I would say today, like if you're questioning your own greatness still, if you're if you're wondering if there is a path for you, if you're wondering if there is a call for you, I I don't question it. I don't at all. And you shouldn't either. You you just if you ever have, you should stop. There's such a beautiful path for you. There is. And if you're you're sitting here and you're going, "Well, I don't know how to start." That's not true either. You know, exactly how to start, right? And I will tell you, it doesn't even have to be specific. My start, the things on my dream list that I wrote weren't all that crazy specific. One of the things that I wrote was just that I speak every day. Why? Why? Why speak every day? That's such a crazy thing. I just enjoy it. I just enjoyed talking and I knew that that was something that I would enjoy doing for the longest time. There is very little about podcasting on there. There is very little about how I was going to do that. And I think that gave me enough freedom and permission to just figure out how to create something where I could do that every day. Right? And I had enough freedom to test it out in what I was already doing to see if there was something that would stick there. And I definitely tried things within the confines of where I was when I first started this journey, right? Within my corporate job and nothing really stuck there. I was doing it, but not the way that I wanted to be doing it, where it was speaking every day. And that led to the creation of this medium, right? Of the podcast. My only goal was to speak every day. That was it. Didn't care how I got there tried, you know, putting myself up for different speaking opportunities at work, tried finding my way into the nonprofit sector and seeing if I kind of stuck there, tried 
working my way up the corporate ladder, tried finding different opportunities within the corporate structure, within structures that were outside of the corporate structures with people that we were working with as business partners, like tried so many things to make that happen. And it never did. Nothing ever really stuck. And then I realized that it, it isn't really on anybody else to make this happen. This is mine to make happen. And we launched this podcast and boom, <laughs> you know, like thinking of all of the crazy twists and turns that we've taken since we first began to now, you know, starting this second company, starting this second kind of form of business development. I, I get it. I get it. And I'm just like insanely happy, happy. If, if nothing ever took off from the second company, if nothing ever took off from this first company, like bottom line, I enjoy doing this every day. If this is exactly where we sat and I just got to like think and create businesses and, and I got to do that and, you know, just bring ideas to life, whether they made me a million dollars or they made me zero dollars, like I enjoy it that much. And I would do that all day and I would come back here and I would speak through the things that I'm seeing and I would speak through the different challenges that I'm having. And I, and I would talk about everything that's going on forever because we just started with happiness, happiness. What makes you happy? Right? Speaking, talking, coming up with ideas coming up with ways to, to break down barriers, to make things better, to, to change the world, to give people more access, to like create a world that already didn't exist, to create the world as I see it, wanting to exist in whatever footprint that looks like. Do I have these skills to bring this to life? Absolutely. Would I have had them if I jumped out on my own and just started because I just wanted to? No. And that's what we're going to get dove all the way into today. Dot, 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 dot. But take time, right? Take time for yourself. Recognize yourself for your great thing. We can't get there if we aren't willing to change the vibration in which we already operate in. And that level up, that establishment and constant communication of your greatness all of a sudden allows the world to align with you. So it's vital. Just do it. I'm not going to keep saying that. I'm not going to keep saying this. I absolutely am going to keep saying this because I don't, I don't know when you're joining me. I'm going to keep saying it. Do your great things. Just do it. Just try it. Do nothing else. Okay. Don't even listen to another podcast. Just do that. Just do that and see how the world reacts to you differently. Okay. That's all. And it won't always be a positive difference, right? People are going to be like, hmm, wow, you're really showing up different. I don't know. I don't, you know, uh, and that's okay, right? That's a good thing. That means your vibration is changing and people can recognize it. These are good things. These are positive things. You want that, even if it means people don't understand you the same way that they always have. It's okay. It's okay. All right. Let's go ahead and dive in. Excuse the door interruption. I had a four-year-old here awake 
<laughs> and here we are. Okay. So today we're talking about running past the path. And this is like one of the trickiest things because all of us kind of operate right at the lower level of our um, energetic being. And a lot of times we lead with ego. And some of you are going, oh, I'm not egotistical. Like that's your journey. That's not mine. Um, if that was even your response, I'm going to go ahead and say you, you absolutely do. Okay. And I know sometimes like we cover it up, like we hide it with like taking cookies to the bake sale and, and being selfless and volunteering. But like most of us, it's human nature. So don't, don't turn off the pod. Hey, keep this on. Do not turn this off. Okay. We're going to get somewhere. Most of us just operate out of that. Okay. Human nature, human nature. You do not have to feel bad for this. This is normal. Okay. Take that one off. Since we operate out of our ego, since we operate out of that, a lot of times we set these expectations that this is what it's going to look like, that it it's going to physically manifest in this way. And a lot of times our expectations force us to run past the path that really is made for us. And I find it funny because I think about how many times my ego forced me to run past the path that was truly just made for me. Like I think of the path that I could have started walking had I not depended on other people's versions of what my life would look like if I was going to be successful. And when you think about success, success is really ego-driven because it's so undefined. Think about it. Like, oh, you're going to be successful. What is success? Success really is generally, if we haven't blown it up and thought of it completely different, success really is pretty much dependent on the group of people around us that have generated and conceptualized what success looks like. And therefore, us chasing success just looks like us fitting the mold in which we already exist, right? The mold in which has already been laid out for us. And since our egos like to, right, just exist and, right, just experience life as we are accepted, ego just wants to be accepted. We create a life according to other people and not ourselves, which forces us to run past paths that may be perfectly planned for us. Like if I had just listened to myself, not forced the volleyball thing, not forced the success thing, making money, only making money. If I had just listened to the things that had made me happy when I was at my community college, Kirkwood Community College, shout out Eagles, what, what, Eagles for life. Okay. Um, <laughs> if I had just listened to myself there, I would have probably already been on this path I'm on right now. But I floored past that path multiple times. I said, no, no, <laughs> I can hear you. I hear you. Right. But like, that's, People won't accept that. That's not normal. And not only would I say that's not normal, I would also say that that's not possible. And I would sort of load on this beautiful covering of impossibilities and not made for me's. And 
since I was covering it with that, right? <laughs> All of a sudden, I just start acting completely in the ego realm. And I start chasing all of those things. And I lose track of who I even am and who I want to be. And I think the beauty of this is you've always had it. You never lose it. Right? You've always known what it was that lit your heart and soul on fire. You always have. I think about like the amount of coaching meetings I sat in trying to figure out like what drove my teammates, like what brought them together, what, what inspired them, right? To do more, to think bigger, to train harder, to want to commit to this team, to like want to put their entire heart into this, like every time. And even when I was coaching, those were the thoughts like, okay, how do I get this person to act in this way to bring our team to this place? How it was more about that than it even was about the X's and O's of volleyball and the understanding of the game. It was more about the mindset of my players and how I could impact that, how I could have the team impact that. Um, at, at certain points. And then there were certain points where, again, I chose ego. I ran with ego and I got lost very quickly. And, you know, I think today, today, if you're standing right in a place and you're going, oh, I, I hear what you're saying, Hannah. I totally get it. But like, I probably already ran past my path. It's, that path is probably gone. I would say it, it isn't right? Or some of you are going, you know what? <laughs> I'm a little young, right? To be like forging a path. This is what I'll say right now. Bottom line, anywhere that you're at, you are supposed to be. You are supposed to be there. And there are lessons wherever you are, right? Lessons that you should be learning, lessons that you should be keying in on. I would say if you could start taking notes on the recurrence of things, Right. And like even synchronicities that you go, oh, I don't, I don't know, that doesn't have any meaning. Like write it down or at least tag it in your mind. And if it keeps coming back up, if it keeps reoccurring, that's probably the lesson that you're supposed to pull from there. And for me, that lesson looked like just constant rejection. <laughs> I actually remember we were maybe painting in here, we were putting up a new backdrop in my office. And so I was in like the side corner room that really makes no sense. And the ceilings dip weird. And it's a little playroom for my kids. But I had moved my desk in there. And I remember recording that podcast. And I remember crying for the first time on, on this podcast. And crying and just being like, why am I not good enough? Why am I not enough right here? Why like I'm, I'm doing everything everyone's asking of me. Why is this not where I'm supposed to be? This is where I am. This is where I'm supposed to be. Like, why, why can't I get a seat here at this table? Why don't I fit? I want to fit. And then I'm just like crying it out and mad and a good portion of 
those podcasts in that season were just angry. And even though I felt like, oh, you're not angry anymore. No, I was still angry. And I wasn't angry at the world, but I was angry at my situation. And I couldn't understand what, why this wasn't the path. This was the path that made sense. This, this was how it was supposed to play out. And in my mind, right? Like I'm going, oh, you know what? God, spirits, whoever, whoever it is that you embrace, you're not getting this. <laughs> like it's supposed, it's, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm committing. I'm recommitting to this. You, why aren't you seeing this? Why aren't, do you see what I'm doing? Do you see me recommitting? Do you see me like pouring everything that I have into this? Do you see me? Can you see me? Right. And <laughs> spirits were just like, uh, yeah, we see you. And we think you're hilarious. We think it's hilarious how distraught you're getting when we're the ones in control. Girl, <laughs> take a breath. We got you. We have you. We are going to show you. In fact, we have already shown you. We've shown you what it is and that's how you even know, right? That's why you're experiencing this pain. Because you know exactly what it is because we've shown you and you're still trying to force it into a place you know isn't even right for you. So then I start to, and not quickly after I cried in that closet, trust like that there was a reoccurring theme of rejection. It had been happening from the moment that I started that position and <laughs> And there was a reason, right? Now looking back, it's like, oh, oh, okay, right? I was being rejected. I was being shown that this wasn't the place for me over and over and over again to just hurt me enough that I would finally just decide, you know what? This isn't, this isn't for me. You're right. You're not wrong. And all of that time I spent in despair and anger in in just like running and spinning and wishing and hoping and not trusting, bottom line, right? When I could have been learning everything that I was supposed to learn there, allowing doors to open that were meant to and not forcing my own agenda, right? And so... Then I start to shift my thinking. This probably happened about uh, about six months before I left my position. That was before I even knew that I was going to leave my position. I went ahead and removed my ego. Talked about it on the podcast. Removed my ego and just allowed things to flow as they were supposed to. Completely removed my own agendas from where I was supposed to end up. Was I supposed to go do this podcasting thing? Was I supposed to stay in this position? Like removed that completely. Removed all of my control. And just started to pay attention to what was happening in that present moment. What were the opportunities that were being offered to me? What was I supposed to learn? And all of a sudden I just become this sponge of information, of knowledge, of how you build a business, of how you market a business, how you put together those things, how 
automated marketing works, all of these things. And I was introduced to all of these things. I also got to partake in a heck of a lot of brand development and identity. I also got to take part in a lot of culture development and brand and culture identity. And that really kind of came to fruition within that six months of me just saying, okay, you're going to guide me. You got this, right? And and honestly, that that guidance and just trusting probably happened at about eight months where I just started to remove my ego and just start listening and just start following my footsteps where they kind of led and not having an expectation for the leading of that. And then at six months, really, really just let it all go, let go all control and be okay with wherever we ended up because there's a reason that I'm here right now. There are things for me to learn right here. And my biggest job was just to let go of the ego, of the expectation, and just start letting me be guided. Just start letting the path unfold in front of me. And that comes from just establishing your own presence in that moment, right? That moment right here. I'm just saying. And, you know, I had spent so much time running past this perfectly laid out path. When you really think about all of the things that I learned within my last year in my corporate position, don't you think that probably perfectly positioned me to be able to start my own companies, right? To start running with my own ideas? Yeah, right? And if I had spent all of my time kind of in gossip and anger mode, I wouldn't have learned as much there. Not that I didn't spend time there, just that, right? I was also listening to what was being laid out in front of me. I was also trying to pay attention to the cues and curbing my ego enough to know that I am not in control of this life, of how this is going to play out. I'm just going to let it be. And that one's tough, right? But like, so many of us are just running past the path that's meant for us. And we have been for a very long time. And when I say, you know what it is, I know you know what it is. And I know you're probably going with the scape out one where you're like, oh, I'm just, I just want to travel. No, that's not true. All of us have something we want to do. And if you're first acknowledgement of that is running away and just resting for a very long time, it's probably because you have been long burned out and your body is just needing a break. But I promise you, even after you take that break, you are going to want to rise again and do something. And that something is the one that you're running away from. But you know what it is, right? And you're certainly shaking your head and going, oh, no, 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 no. I don't even want to know. I don't want to know. I don't want to hear that thing again. I don't want to. It's impossible. It can't be done. It has to live within what I'm already doing. I can't just start and do it. I can't. I can't. I know that you're saying I can, but I can't. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Look at, look at this. And, and 
really, if you really wanted to go back and look, you absolutely can because day one I showed up and just started recording. I had no idea what we were going to do. I thought I had an idea. I will tell you it has drastically changed from day one. 400 episodes in, what I envisioned this podcast being, all of the different paths that I tried taking it on, is so wildly different from where we are right now. Right? And so literally, like literally, if you want to go go step into day one of what it would look like to come to this place, you actually can. It actually exists. We just started recording there. Right? But like you can, you can, you can trust that path. I'm like coming back from this place of wisdom and telling you if I had done anything differently, it would be to just lay myself down. I think I would have gotten everywhere faster. Lay myself down and stop threatening myself with the expectations I have to have it all figured out. Right where you're at right now, there is something you are supposed to learn. And I know your ego is telling you, nope, I'm not supposed to be here. I see the vision for what I'm supposed to be. And like, it isn't this. You would not be there if there was not something for you to pull from this, right? Even in that crying closet moment, what I realized is that people are not worth just jumping on as a way to propel yourself forward. Right. And I would be taught that lesson over and over and over in that experience. Right. And now, as I'm starting to build my own company and I'm starting to understand how I'm going to onboard people into my vision, right? That lesson is very important. That lesson is very important as I engage with people who are going to partake in my business, who want to be partners, who want to help me figure this out. There are always lessons to be learned. Stop running past the path to get to what you can see on the other side. You'll get there regardless. As always, you're smart, you're strong, you're beautiful. What are you going to do? Change the world. Hey, thanks for listening. As always, you can find me on all socials at The Death of a Dream. That's on Instagram. We do have a Facebook page that you can follow there. And then Hannah Nuss on LinkedIn. Go ahead and check out the website if you feel like it. There are additional pieces that are not included in the podcast. um, And you can reach out and contact me anywhere. If you have any questions, message me. Let's connect. I'd love to talk through your story because everyone's story is worth being told and has worth in it.